Recorded somewhere other than outside a theater right after a screening, it's You Can't Handle the Truth. Honest reviews of the newest movies. It is You Can't Handle the Truth bonus episode. You Can't Handle the Bonus. You Can't Handle the Bonus for Monday, February 16th. It is Fifty Shades of Grey. Volume two. Yeah, we just can't. Like everyone else in the world, there's more. There's down. more people. There's more people bitching about Fifty Shades of Grey than like golfing this weekend. It's the national pastime. <coughs> well, I uh, yeah. Here's just, what happened. Let's, throw it out there. Let's set this up. Aaron and I are sitting uh, at uh, AMC Lowe's waterfront, getting ready. We're like we're like throwing one-liners during the movie. Oh yeah, I, I, I'm leaning over to Sean every th- like we know a movie's bad when I'm leaning over to Sean ripping on the movie as it's ten minutes in. Yeah, we're we're licking our chops to get at this, and everything we say, actually everything I say to Sean, I'm ripping on the movie, and I go, I got to say this on the podcast because <laughs> that's funny. And me, I'm just leaning over, going, dude, fuck this guy. Yeah, fuck this guy, and over and over again, and then. It's about, what, 40 minutes in, maybe? Uh, I'd say about 30 minutes in. Uh, Aaron leans over to me. I'm, I'm expecting another zinger. And Aaron just says, I got to go have a baby. Yeah. My wife's water broke. I randomly, you know, I was checking my phone. My wife's, you know, was like, you know, 38, 39 weeks pregnant. So she, I, but she wasn't due until the 19th? She was due the 24th. Our C-section was scheduled for the 19th. And, uh, you know, she's like, my water broke. And I looked, randomly looked at my phone. And I was like, I got to go. Yeah, yeah, which is a which is fine. I have yep. no complaints. But from my point of view, let me just say the right. first thirty minutes of Fifty Shades of Grey, uh, it was seriously like a serial killer movie. I yeah. mean, this guy is an asshole. I turn to Sean and I go, "If this is what the ladies want, what the hell are we doing wrong? Like, if this is what girls want, I hope it's not. I hope it's not either." Um, and I, and let me just, I will preface by saying that I, I, you know, uh, some people have listened to me before and heard me mention that, you know, I grew up in an abusive relationship with a stepdad. And so I know how that goes. Um, and, uh, that's what it looked like. It also looked, it kind of was like that, uh, that JLo movie coming out <laughs> that, that came out. <laughs> yeah. It was like this, he's stalking her, tracking her phone, like saying really aggressive things to her that was like demeaning kind of treating her like she was just this, you know, and the girl in the book and in the movie, she's a virgin who's a little bookworm in college it's, who dresses very conservative, and this rich millionaire pretty much takes advantage of her. Bef- I mean, it's before very the, aggressively. Before they're hooking up, before she knows what he's into, he says to her, uh, if I had done what I want, you wouldn't be able to sit down for a week. And she's like, what? Uh, what? what? She doesn't know that he's kinky yet. Yeah. He just tosses that out. Yeah, and he he pretty much shows up at a bar she's at because she's drunk. Oh, and I don't. It didn't. I think a lot of ladies in the audience thinks that that was chivalrous, but it's like no. He tracked her phone because he was angry she was drunk. Yeah, he was angry. Then she was drunk. He took her to a hotel room. She even in the movie says, "I don't care. We're spoiling the shit out of it. I don't give a fuck. Fuck this movie." Yeah, uh, <laughs> and I never say the f word on a podcast either. But no. fuck this movie. Yes. Uh, 
And then he, he takes her and she's like, wait, you brought me to this hotel room. I have no idea who you are. And you undressed me. He's like, yeah. He was like, she's like, where did you sleep? And he was like, oh, right next to you. Like, what the? Like, immediately. And all the ladies are like, you don't get it. You don't get it. I'm like, no. If a dude did this to you in real life, you'd be like, you're a creep. And you get you, away from you me. You blew past the big one there. He carried her into a room, took her clothes off. Yeah. And put her in a nightie or something. That's like you're going to jail. That's yeah, not, that, that's, that's creepy not just, as hell. That's not just. This is probably a bad relationship. That's like you're a criminal. Yes, and that's he, not chivalrous. This is the weird thing about Fifty Shades of Grey. There are all these stories like, "Hey, this is abuse," and people are coming back. No, if you want to have kinky fun sex, that's whip not time, what we're talking. That's about. not the problem. Have a blast. Go for it. That's what, fun. If you're in a consensual relationship and you want to do f- freaky stuff, have fun. That's fine. But I'm not talking about some millionaire uh, creep who's stalking you. And then, you know, I had friends that are like, oh, well, you didn't read all three books. Um, she changes him. She changes him. First of all, I can tell you right now, you don't change abusers, okay? No. You, you are under Stockholm Syndrome. I mean, it's... It, it, you're not changing him. And as a matter of fact, you're teaching women, you're teaching women that, you know what, if this dude's a little creepy, a little abusive, go in there, baby, because you can change him. You had that reaction to the bar thing. Later on, they've already, they're already, they're already fucking, they're already into it. Uh, he, she's at dinner with his family, which was weird. He's at, she's at dinner with his family and she's like, oh, actually, I'm going to see my mom in Georgia tomorrow. Yeah. And he freaks out. He's like, I didn't tell you you could go to Georgia. When were you going to tell me? She goes. He shows up there. She's having mimosas this with is, her mom at a country like, club in Savannah, and he walks in the door. This is like sleeping with the enemy. Yeah. This is not positive for women. Ladies. This isn't positive this is, for anybody. This but is yeah, not especially. positive this is not a good thing. And I know women are like, what do you know? You name me, I mean, you know, don't tell me what to do. But I'm like, okay, well, I'm just trying to, uh, you know, uh, you know, I, I hate to see women uh, duped and, and not, and I, I don't want to see women put up with these kind of assholes. And it's not know, okay. It's I not okay. Too well, there's too up to a line. And I, I understand. Can we reiterate? Reiterate. Reiterate. Can we reiterate that we are not talking about the S&M part? No. Fine. Great. Do what you're going to do. But go ahead. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what I was going to say anymore. Um, no, really. I don't know what I was going to say. Say something else while I get it back. No. Just say, he, okay. If up to a certain point... If you want to say, you know what, I get it, but this is a fantasy. This isn't what I actually want. This is what I want to escape into. It's escapism. That works up to a point. That works up to, you know, that works with the the helicopter rides and the dinners and the right. buying the car and all of that. That doesn't go as there's nothing romantic about stalking a person, telling them who to yeah. talk to, interrupting them when they're with other people, telling them where to go and what to right. do and what to wear. That's not part of a romantic fantasy. That's abuse. Right. And look, if you think that's romantic, you got to check what you got going on upstairs. Right. I don't want to criticize anybody individually who says, hey, I enjoy this. Maybe you have your reasons. But if you can look at a dude showing up uninvited to take because you're drunk to take you to a hotel room and keep you for the night and say he's being chivalrous 
There's something wrong yeah. with you. And I, and I understand, too, that, that, that uh, women could spin it on thing. Well, well, guys, you watch porn. And you and there are things – and I don't want to get into specifics. I don't like to talk about the dirty stuff of that. But there are specifics where you know, men you know, uh, dominate a woman in a porno. You know, it's like grab her hair and do this. Boom. You know, me personally, I'm not into that. No. I'm not into that kind of stuff there. There are a lot of men that are into that. And you can you, – I feel like women uh, who, who talk about how porn is degrading uh, and also uh, you know, makes women inferior objects, you have a valid claim there. You certainly do. And I agree with you. Yeah. I'm not into that kind of porn. No, not I'm at not all. Not at all. Uh, the thing I would say, though, and I'm not into that. I don't want to see that. You know, I want to see you know, people enjoying themselves yeah, if I'm watching. absolutely. That being said – uh, if there's not a story anymore, if you're watching a porn that doesn't have a story, it's just two people doing what they're doing. Yeah. That is way easier to separate from reality. Sure. It's way easier to say this isn't, uh, there's no message, there's no, you know, I, and, and I don't know if this is true or not. I think you can make a really good argument that no matter what it is, if it's getting rough, it's bad. But you know what? There's a big difference between, oh, you're watching a porn and that's not realistic either. And no, Fifty Shades of Grey has a story, yeah, has a narrative. And that narrative is reinforcing horrible things. Yeah, it's, 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 it's not good. No. <laughs> it's, it's detrimental to uh, you know, what I feel like women think men – and also men. Yeah. Like, no, you don't act like that. You don't do that. And, no. and, and you brought up something really interesting how this started as Twilight fan fiction. And I, rem- I remember saying when Twilight came out, there was the same kind of feel where I was just like, wow, teenage girls are reading this about some older dude in his 20s or whatever. He's, you know, a thousand years old, whatever, because he's a vampire. But it's like, no, ladies, you, please, young women, do not be treated like this. Yeah, both – both you know, Twilight, and Edward's like, I could hurt you. And she's like, what? Fuck this dude. Both Twilight and Fifty Shades of Grey have this thing where obsession is portrayed as romance. Yeah. And obsession isn't a good thing, no. dude. You shouldn't be obsessed with someone you are in a relationship with. Yeah. Because then, then you get weird and controlling and anger. Obsession leads to anger. Yeah. You should be in love with somebody. You should be devoted to them. Right. But but when you're saying, oh, it's it's romantic how Edward can't stop thinking about Bella and needs to know where she is. No, dude's messed up. Yeah. And I mean, so and, is Christian and, and Grey. I, I point this out. I, you know, I've, I've said to some of my lady friends, I'm like, what if you're in a relationship and a dude just starts showing up and tracking your phone and starts saying, you can't go here, you can't go there? Um, that's when you break up with him, right, ladies? Yeah, you do. Yeah. So why is that okay when you're meeting somebody? Why is that romantic? I don't get, yeah. I don't get it. And, and, there, and, and it, is, it is one of those things that's frustrating because it is like a double standard type of thing. Yeah, and, and uh, other than that, which like, I couldn't do that. Movie. I couldn't do that to meet a woman. Like, no. I couldn't do that. Oh, but if I was a millionaire, it's okay. What? Yeah, there's a weird money thing in this, too. And it doesn't feel, doesn't well, feel good. Well, it's okay because he has money and he's adorable. Ladies, what do you think? Comment. Yeah. Comment on our Facebook page. Yeah. Uh, did you, do you have any, any impression on the movie from what was, you saw other than that? It was really cheesy. Really cheesy. And he mostly was a piece on the of shit. Um, yeah. I actually walked out thinking it was well-directed enough. 
I, I forget her name right now. It's uh, uh, the, the director, I thought, handled it well. There was only so much that she could do. You know? Right, right. I mean, there's, there's only so much she could do. But in that, you know, I was like, ah, oh, the lighting's good. You know, I like what they're doing with the camera. This looks fine. Uh, you know, I, I have nothing bad to say about her. Her name is Sam Taylor Johnson, mostly an indie director before this. Um, Jamie Dor- Dorn- Dornham, Dornham. This is the fourth time I've talked about this in a week. I still don't know this dude's name. Jamie Jamie Dornan. He wasn't any good. He's just like he was cheese, complete robot. Dakota Johnson was fine. She was fine. She's yeah. adorable. Yeah, I mean, again, there's nothing to that character, but she did what she could with it. Um, I don't know what 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 do you want to know? What do you want to know about the last hour and a half of Fifty Shades of Grey? Well, I think my first question going in was uh, from what you know. I read a bunch of uh, excerpts of the book. I you know I actually read the first seventy pages in uh-huh. a Barnes and Noble just uh-huh. because I wanted to you know know what I'm talking about. Uh, even though you didn't read all three books, okay. Well, yeah. Uh, you know, one of the biggest concerns I thought for fans of the books was that you really got to go go all the way. I mean, you got to get raunchy, and nope. apparently it wasn't. It was softcore Skinamax. Yeah, really, and and repetitive. You know, mm. I mean, they've got half a dozen sex scenes, and they pretty much do the same stuff in all of them. Yeah, all the sexuality is based around her, like twitching. You know, uh, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like, like she's like in ecstasy and right. moaning and all of this, and they're they're naked all the time. Yeah, but. It's, Did you mention too? No wiener, right? No wiener. <laughs> it's like, so funny. A little we, bit of the base, you know. What I'm talking about like a yeah, little yeah. bit right at the no. Yeah, it's funny. We talked about how like it's okay. Like, oh my uh, god, this was such a you made such a good point. Uh, it's so funny that like penis like. Comedy penis is fine. Always okay. Yeah, funny penis is always fine. Will Ferrell penis, Sasha Baron Cohen penis. I think about know. I think about Jackass in Jackass where they're literally allowed to like show a dude twirling his dick around, hitting yeah. ping pong balls with it. Yeah, right. And it's still an R-rated movie. Yeah, still fine penis. Uh, but then you have a movie that's you know exploring some you know fun things about sex and no penis. No. So it's comedy penis, not sex penis. And, That's what's allowed. And, and you went – I, I, I want to be gentle about this, but you brought this up. In 12 uh, Years a Slave – Yeah. I was about to say 12 Shades of Grey. You're in right. In 12 Years a Slave, you can line up eight naked slaves. Yeah. So comedy penis and, and slave penis okay. is fine. Comedy yeah. penis, slave penis is fine, but not actual sex penis for what it's used for. So you're t- – and we're talking about R versus NC-17. You're I, talking about – you're telling me you're, you can show – Human beings being sold as livestock. Yeah. And then that's an R-rated movie. But the minute a guy's about to get down... And use nope. his penis for what it's intended. That's well, can't do that. Yeah, it's, it doesn't have... And the funny thing is... Fifty Shades of Grey needed more penis. More penis. Podcast. Uh, it, it's structured like a, a, a long porno. Sure it is. How does, it, how does that go? That goes, you know, there's build-up for half hour, 45 minutes. Then there's a sex scene. And then... There's like five, ten-minute chunks that just connect one sex scene to the next. Right. That's a porno. That's how Fifty Shades of Grey is structured. It doesn't have a three-act structure. It's, it's structured like a porno. But when we're making the movie, we're going to pretend it's a drama. Right. We're going to talk about their parents and their go to their college graduation and all of this. No, just do what you're doing. It's a Skinamax movie with a bigger budget, dude. Yep. Well, so you have no uh, no desire to uh, catch the missing ninety. Maybe. Minutes. 
Maybe. Dude, it'll Showtime will pick this up and play it forever and it'll be on can, Netflix. And see. I'm just angry. I know, I'll tell you right now, I know we gotta do two more of them. Because they're going for the trilogy. Are they? Yeah. Jeez. It didn't make I don't know. It's gonna make a ton of money. It's gonna make seventy, seventy five million dollars. But that's not a hundred million dollars. That's not hundred and fifty million dollars. It did what it did a little less than what they wanted. Hmm. Because I think people are going, Yeah, I know that there's no real reason to go and right, see it. Right, right. Well, so hey, that's Fifty Shades of Grey. Well, uh, it's, hey, it's Monday. Uh, every Monday in Bloomfield at the Pleasure Bar, there is comedy sauce. Ten comedians getting up. Uh, and there's the no penis there either. No, but there might be comedy penis. There's some guys that are a little buck wild out there. Who knows? Yeah, I haven't done one of those underwear shows. People keep doing underwear shows. It's fun. I'm sure it'd be fun. Yeah, but well, come yeah. out to Comedy hey, Sauce to Monday comedy nights sauce. in Bloomfield Pleasure Bar, nine we're, p.m. We're going to be back free. On, free, by the way, free show. Good food. That's one of the great... People show up all the time. You know, Bill Crawford, Mike Wysocki, Jimmy Crenn might be stopping by the next week or two. Uh, really good comics. T-Robe. That's one yeah. of the great underrated Italian places, too. Absolutely. 100%. Good. Uh, we are going to be back on Friday with our Epicast launch episode and our Oscar preview episode. Yeah, we, uh, we're going to bitch a little more about Interstellar. Everything we've been freaking out about for three months, we're going to freak out about mm-hmm. better. A lot of Selma talk. Talk about Selma, talking about Birdman and Boyhood. Uh, that's going to be this Friday via whatever you're listening to right now. Yep, love you. Uh, Aaron, take us home with uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> I don't know. What the hell are you going to say? What are you doing in this Kogos right now? I told you I already bought bread and slice. Go home. I tracked yourself. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of You Can't Handle the Truth honest reviews of the newest movies your hosts were sean collier and aaron cliver and in this rare case the episode was not recorded outside a theater right after a screening you can find sean at pittsburgh magazine and on twitter and facebook he's at sean collier pgh aaron can be found at aaron that's k-l-e-i-b-e-r and on twitter and facebook he's at aaron cliver I'm producer Zach Simons, and you can find me on my own show, Writing on the Floor, covering arts, entertainment, and culture at writingonthefloor.com. The theme song to the show is Total Breakdown by the band Brad Sucks. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back next week with more honest reviews of the newest movies on You Can't Handle the Truth.